Hello there ladies and gents and welcome to another episode of QuickieCast. Today on QuickieCast, it's the football podcast, the Riverside Roundup. Join me and Mr Williams as we talk football. Well, I mean, Paul talks football, I just uh, listen intently. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. It's the cool thing to do. It's what all the cool kids are doing. And if you're listening to us, then you can subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts from. Subscribing is a big help to us. And ultimately, a big help to you further down the line so that we can keep bringing amazing content. Uh, For this episode, I'm putting out a plea at the end of the episode for you, the listener, stroke viewer, to help the podcast out. So listen all the way up till the end and then give us a shout. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Riverside Roundup. Hopefully, no technical issues. Uh, it's uh, it's that time of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, um, for for hardcore podcast watchers, probably getting a little tired of seeing our faces right now. For hardcore uh, podcast listeners, pro- probably getting tired of uh, of hearing our voices right now. Uh, for listeners, uh, apparently you you missed the title. It's uh, it's the the football podcast. Uh, and uh, I'm here. Mr. Williams is going to uh, give us the brand new intro to the brand new podcast. The, I mean, visually, the intro is just the back of Paul's phone. So there's a reason. There's, there's nothing in the madness. What I was thinking was is that I, I should probably probably change the start of the viewing pleasure. So this being the intro sort of like page, and I just sort of appear from behind it as if to sort of give the illusion that that's what sped, but that's what sparks the uh, the podcast in that in that uh, it falls. Um, so obviously, it's uh, if if it was if it was purely retro, it would be Middlesbrough circa ninety seven ninety eight season podcast. Freaking but it's not. We'll just go with the fact that it's uh, the Riverside Roundup it is. coming in, your, coming at you in your ear and you know eye holes. Definitely your mouth hole though, because uh, unless you unless you're wildly spitting some venom at the incoherent ramblings of this madman, uh, which let's be honest could be very possible. So. Well, we like to form a, a, a coherent opinion, and uh, yeah, you know, it's podcast o'clock, isn't it? Um, so it's very, it's very cut and dry format. It's very, very simple. We start and we go into it, and we go with a segment that we like to call "This Week in Football," but actual fact kind of talking about like the last week of football 
it's it's sort of the current week yeah, in I mean, football. You know, it, it's this week. You know, let's say something happened on Monday. Some some hirings and firings on a Monday. Absolutely this week. It's only Thursday today, isn't it? It's usually Wednesday. Today's Thursday. We've had a busy schedule. We're, uh, we're all podcast tuckered out. We need a little uh, need, need a little nana nap. Um, so, what's been going down in the round ball world? So, uh, obviously the, the big news isn't in the championship. It's obviously in the Premier League where there has been a managerial change and uh, it would appear that even being a club legend and a team's top ever Premier League goal scorer counts for nothing these days and uh, yeah so Frank Lampard is no longer the Chelsea manager no way wow how terrible and uh, obviously um, if he's listening to this, this is this is the part of the uh, podcast where Matt Moore is just sat there just thinking, well, yeah, of course he did. Of course he's doing that. Because he's not a very good manager. Um, I believe he uh, he said something along the lines of in a, in a little uh, group that me and Stuart got uh, going on where he said something along the lines of um, who knew that a, a manager with, very, with only like two or three seasons worth of experience um, and the ability to sign loan players from top clubs wouldn't be able to get the job done on a regulation basis at a top club. So, ooh, shots fired. Um, so, so yeah, uh, Frank Frankie Lamps out of a job. Um, Doggone. Outside of that, I suppose it's just a few comings and goings on uh, on the transfer front. Uh, Arsenal have signed uh, on loan a kid who was once picked up as like the new wunderkind. Uh, Martin Odegaard has signed for Arsenal on loan until the end of the season. So he is, I believe, a Danish maybe 20 year old I think now. He was basically, the reason is he was signed by Real Madrid when he was 15, maybe? Wow. Um, and everyone was absolutely losing their shit over him, basically. Martin. Oda. God. Oda. Oda was signed by Rob Good in January 2015, which at the time would have made him. Ah, oh, 17. Seventeen. No, sixteen. Oh God, my maths is terrible. Um, Good, you don't ever. I don't it. know, and I can't even tell anymore. But either way, it was signed when it was. It was signed when it was really young, um, and there was this hope that he was going to go on and be the new, but the next big thing. Sort of that. I mean, not really. He's not really sort of hit any hit those heights. To be honest with you, he's. Uh, 
he's had loan spells here and there. He's been here and the and Vitesse Arnhem in Holland, um, and he's had a spell at Real Sociedad in Spain. He did okay at Sociedad. Um, he was, I think, he was doing quite well there. Then he got re- he got re- uh, recalled by Madrid. And just hasn't played standard. So he's now gone on loan to, uh, to Arsenal for the rest of the season. So we'll see what happens if he if he manages to break it for the first team there. We'll see. Um, outside of that, there has been a few. I say a few. Middlesbrough have dipped have dipped into the transfer market earlier today, really? uh, and this is one that's been on the cards for quite a while now. But they have brought in winger Yannick Bolassi on loan from Crystal Palace. No, not Crystal Palace. He's not at Crystal Palace. He's at Everton. Apologies. So they brought in Yannick Bolassi on loan from Everton until the end of the season. So that is definitely a position they needed to strengthen in. Um, so you'd argue that he will bring some creativity to the team, which is a which is a situation I've been sadly lacking in for the last couple of games, as I'm sure we'll come to discuss later mm-hmm. on in the recording. Yeah. Yannick Bolassi in, and at last talk on... Uh, musings in the Twitter sphere, uh, I believe. Let me find it. Um, apparently, they've had a bid of three hundred thousand pounds accepted by Preston for right back Darnell Fisher. Now, I'll need to check this, but I think Darnell Fisher may have been. The kid who earlier in the season caused a bit of consternation. Constipation? Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's the same guy. So, Dan Fisher, right back from Preston. Um, he caused a little bit of... He got himself in a bit of trouble. Um, because basically, earlier in the season in the game against Sheffield Wednesday, he grabbed an opponent's genitals... I mean, yeah, maybe not. Didn't even, didn't even try and hide it. Just was in, in plain view of the ref. Just basically grabbed the the, the the opponent's penis and just gave it a little squeeze. Uh... I mean, it's 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 bad enough that you sort of grab it in the plane, but at the end, of, uh, in in basic sort of human rights, he he sexually assaulted him basically. Yes. So. I mean, it's uh, not not exactly ideal, um, but he was charged, uh, and he did receive a three-game ban. There we go. Um, so, not ideal that he's uh, you know got got previous as a as a as a, a willy whacker, but um, obviously there's a player in there somewhere, and obviously. Neil Warnock seen something that he likes. Um, we're a bit short in the right back areas. We've only really got Anthony Dykesfield, who's an out and out right back. Uh, at the moment, we've got Jed Spence, who's more of a right wing back, but has played at right back so at some points this season. So it's a position that they definitely need to strengthen and bring someone in for uh, competition for places. So and at three hundred thousand pounds, that's barely anything in today's transfer market. So. 
We'll see if that one goes through by the time of next week's podcast. But it's looking promising. Um, and if he signed, if he signed by tomorrow, there's a chance that he could be involved in the next game against Norwich, which we will come on to momentarily. Indeed, he do. Are they working on the principle that if they've got this guy in that, you know, that area is secure because no other players are going to... Uh, they'll, they'll be running down with the ball. They'll be like, actually, you know what? I'm good. In fact, I'm just going to... I'm going to pass it. I think we should do a lot of attacking on the left. Uh, if we can just uh, focus everything over there. No? Maybe? Well, I'll, I'll just... I'll just put them back there and see if anyone can read it. <laughs> the bounce on that—that that is brilliant. So for the for the for the people listening to the podcast yes. rather than watching, uh, Blackburn star Lewis Holby jokingly covers himself when walking past Daniel Fisher. After FA charge for grabbing opponent's genitals. So, uh, Bantz, I suppose, <laughs> And it's just that thing, isn't it? Because, let's face it, that's that's his identity now. That's he's who... The go- he's the gonad grabber. That's who he's going to be. From, from now until, you know... Not even to the end of his career. It's going to be from now until, you know, if somebody sees him walking down the street in 30 years' time, they'll be like, hey, do you know what? He played for Middlesbrough and he was a great player, but do you know what's more interesting? (laughs) Anything else that's been super pressing in the last week? Um, there is, there is something, but it's directly it's directly involved and related to one of the Borough games we need to talk about, so we'll cover it now, basically. Right then, I'm getting the book, I'm getting the pen. The one click signifies the start of the uh, the book filling in. Um, I, I, I've had to be reprimanded, unfortunately, for poor book filling in. Uh, points deducted uh, this week. Um... And that's to say that I have points to deduct, but we'll get to that real soon. Um, there's going to be a lot of page turning here, ladies and gents, because apparently I can't write games in the right place. And as I'm sure at this point you can tell, I am absolutely mortified. But what I do know is the first game might have been <laughs> Middlesbrough versus Blackburn Rovers. Confirmation from Mr. Williams. Fantastic. Now then. I don't know how to to broach this subject. So I think probably just need to come out and say it. What's going on with the borough? Because I had an amazing format for so long. It was put the borough down to win by... Either a little or a bit more. And that, that's basically served me quite well up until recently. Um, so, not only anybody who's got a good memory and can remember eight days ago will know that uh, in this instance, not only did me and Paul pick the same score, 
we uh, we picked the same goal scorers, and we we picked them in different orders, but exactly the same score with exactly the same goal scorers, and we said that would be the tie. That's how we would decide the tie. What was the score in this game, Mr. Williams? Uh, sadly, Andrew, uh, this would uh, fall in the uh, disappointment category of Middlesbrough nil, Blackburn Rovers one. Um, what did we think it was going to be? Two nil. Now then, any long-time listener, if it's a first-time listener, let me tell you, the way we do the system is, if you get the score right, two points. If you get a goal score right, it's a point. If you get the score wrong and no goal scorers, zero points, isn't it? Zero points across the board. Let's move on swiftly. Um... So, here's where things get a, a little bit sketchy, because I think, Mr. Williams will correct me if I'm wrong, I think the next game we predicted was Brentford versus Leicester. Now, I don't want to spoil anything, but what I will say is this. There is a little bit of a pattern in the predictions this week. So... I'll leave it there for now. Now then, um, we predicted Brentford-Leicester. We both predicted them very differently to each other. Uh, as in, I absolutely had Brentford down to win this one. Mr. Williams had more faith in Leicester. So, what was the score in this game, Mr. Williams? Obviously, this was the FA Cup tie. Indeed, it was. Uh, so, the FA Cup fourth round. So, the reason we picked it was because Middlesbrough were knocked out of the FA Cup by Brentford. So, therefore, we follow Brentford through into the next round. And then we will follow the winner of the tie into the fifth round. So, the score was Brentford at one, Leicester City three. So... As, as we know at this point in time, I'm straight out of the running because uh, I didn't have Leicester to win. The only way that I could possibly bring it back is if I got um, if I got one of the goal scorers or two of the goal scorers or some of the goal scorers. Um, nah, nah, didn't even do that, did I? Because uh, I had to I had to change my pick because uh, the person I picked wasn't even playing. Great start. Uh, and of all the goal scorers I picked, none of them scored. But enough about me. Just remind me of that score. Uh, one. Bradford one. Mm -hmm. Leicester City three. It's interesting that, because that's the exact score that you predicted. That might That might be important later. Um, now then, do you know the goal, do you know the goal scorers? So for Brentford, the goal scorer was Matt Beck Sorensen. It was. For Leicester, we had a goal by Chengiz Under. 
Yuri Kilomons and James Madison. I mean, you know, when James Madison scored, it was like, who's this guy? Who's this guy with his, you know, normal name? I've, I've, I've listened to a podcast recently where they talk about the, the absolute insanity that is the name of NFL football players. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking we can find some other ones that might be interesting. So, as we've as we've discussed, uh, that is two big, juicy points for Mr. Williams for a correct score, correctly predicting a Brentford score. Turn the page back because can't fill the book in properly, like a mag. Um, now then. We're back to Middlesbrough football. Middlesbrough versus Rotherham United. <clears throat> I, as I've previously mentioned, I work in a system of give Middlesbrough the win and either give them a little bit or a lot. That's, that's basically the system. It's worked real well up till now. Some of us... Some of us decided that this was the game that Middlesbrough were going to not only bring it back, they were going to absolutely smash the snot out of Rotherham United. What what was the score in this game? This is the game they were going to open, going to open out the uh, the gauge, go full ball, you know, get a couple of goals, spank them, show me who was boss. Uh, yeah, so of course it ended up Middlesbrough nil, Rotherham three. Mm. Um, I I personally think that that is a insult to you um, when you were like it's four nil all over this bad boy. Um, neither you or I predicted anybody to score for Rotherham United, so uh, don't need to look at that. And uh, as as anybody that follows along with Scorecast Bingo will realise, two two big fat bagels right there. Back over the page brings us to uh, Swansea City versus, I mean, let's face it, it's, it's podcast favourite at this point in time. Every week that goes past, it's, it's can we find a way to get a Brentford game into the predictions? Uh, yes, yes we can. So Swansea City versus Brentford. Um, I had faith in Brentford. You... On the fence. What was the score in this game? The score in this game was Swansea City 1, Brentford 1. It's interesting that, because... Uh, yeah, that's exactly the score that you picked. You, you picked 1-1. Uh, one, one, one. Uh, again, that's, uh, that's a Brentford game that you've predicted absolutely nailed on. I know what you're thinking, Andrew, and yes, next week people will be able to tune into the Brentford Breakdown podcast. I mean, it's basically on the cards. Do you know, do you know something? I've absolutely missed something. Because in the Brentford-Leicester game, you absolutely had Madison down score, didn't you? 
I'm like, I'm remembering back to how many points I had to write down for you for this week. I'm like, that's something that doesn't add up. Oh, yeah, there's a point there that I missed out. Um, would you like to tell the people who scored each of those goals? I will, Andrew. The, uh, the goal for Swansea was scored by one-time Middlesbrough Linky, I suppose, as a loan signing, Connor Hurahan. Uh, and Brentford's goal was scored by Tariq Fosu-Henry. Indeed. Uh, do, you know what's, uh, do you know what's interesting about those names? Uh, absolutely not written down uh, in this. In I was going to say, neither, neither of them appear in the book. No. But a correct score from you, Mr. Williams, is uh, is two juicy points. So, four games predicted. A possible, I mean, to work out the, 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 the possible points would take a very long time. But what I can tell you is, uh, Mr. Williams, you got uh, three juicy points for the Brentford-Leicester game. And you got two fantastic points for the Swansea-Brentford game. Uh, giving you a total of five points for the week. Ladies and gentlemen, did he win the week, though? Did he win? Are you following along? Are you adding it up? Have you got a calculator? Uh, because I got nothing for the first. Nothing for the... Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. I got no point. Not a single point this week. Four games! Four games. At this point in time, I'd like to encourage everybody to go and listen to the Getting Over podcast because uh, apparently wrestling's my bag, let's put it that way. Anyway, that's last week, and nobody cares about last week. Last week's done. We don't care about it anymore. Nobody's bothered. Who who won the week? Who knows? Let's move on very quickly. As we do, we like to talk Middlesbrough football. I say like to talk Middlesbrough football. Um... I'm putting them. I'm putting them on blast this week. I'm putting them. Uh, it's uh, it's probably a final written warning kind of situation. Uh, Norwich City versus Middlesbrough will be the the last chance saloon for Middlesbrough with this man here. Uh, I seem to remember Nottingham Forest going through a similar. Um, did Nottingham Forest lose five one the other day? Yeah, that that made me chuckle. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't pretty. That that made me chuckle a lot. Um, so Norwich City versus Middlesbrough. Um, as is the as is the way. Uh, I will say to you, I have already made a pick. You might be able to guess what it what it is from what I've said, but I'll give you the opportunity to go first or second with it being your team. Um, I I will go first. As obviously that will allow the book to be updated in full. Um, now, I've obviously preloaded Skybet mm. to get the odds and things like that mm. uh, looked up. And I've just seen an interesting stat in that the last five meetings between these two sides have finished 1-0 to Norwich. Uh, that 
one's got to end sometime. That has. Absolutely has. This weekend will be that weekend. Mm-hmm. As Norwich will win 2 0 against the Murray. Oh. Okay, well, yeah, why not? Who do you think will score those goals? I would like to put down Hugo. Absolutely. And Buendia. Okay. Well, apparently we like to mix things up, and like I was saying before, it's, uh, it's last chance saloon for uh, it's high noon for Middlesbrough here. Uh, I'm giving them a one nil win. They're going to turn the tables on Norwich City this time out, and um, Brit will uh, will put that one in the back of the net. So, did I mention earlier that uh, it wouldn't be a pod? It wouldn't be a podcast if we weren't talking Brentford football. It's funny that because uh, the game that we're the the other game we're predicting right now is um, I mean I'm, we yeah. I'm starting to think we might need a new name the Riverside the Riverside Bees uh, Brentford versus Wickham Wanderers old uh, old two dubs. Um, I've already written a prediction in the book, but I don't want you to feel uh, swayed in any way. So, do you want to go first or second? I might as well go first again, just to get it out of the way. Do it. Do it. Do it. that book, get it all written down, and uh, you know, commit to memory. Um, big spanking, I think, for me. Big, big spanking. I've gone for Brentford to win four nil. He's throwing out another four nil. I mean, to be fair, they've been on a. Uh, on a bit of a, well, I mean, they had they had quite a crushing defeat against Leicester, but you know, uh, they had a draw. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Um, okay, that's a lot of scorers, unless one person called Tony is going to score all of them. Tony will get two. Start off. Tony, gotta to be one of my favourites. I just think it's like the you know when you've got uh, Fosu Henry to compete with. Tony. Uh, so Tony will get two. Brian and Buemo will get one. I'm sorry, what? And Buemo, M B E U M O. Okay. The fourth goal will be scored by Sergi Kamios. Mm. Okay, now I like what you've uh, I like what you've done there because I've gone with two um, nil to Brentford, and uh, Tony's going to score one of them. Kamios is going to score the other one. So, uh, so yeah, we are we are on similar pages. Interesting. Is there, are there any? Give me some odds. Hmm? Give me some odds. Oh yes, please. I've got space and everything. Uh, 
So, your double of Middlesbrough 1 0 at 11 to 1 and Brentford 2 0 at 11 to 2 gives you a spectacular double of 77 to 1. I like it. Whereas I have chosen. So I've chosen two nil Norwich at fifteen to two, four nil Brentford at fourteen to one, giving me a double of a hundred and twenty six point five to one. I like it. It's a good number. Now then, are there any other games that we need to predict at this point in time? There is no scheduled midweek matches. That's what I thought, because uh, as, I, as I said to you earlier, I was like, I got so far and like the, the, the weeks ran out. I was like, where are all the games gone? Uh, but, you know, concise... Uh, as the uh, as the sound of the clicking pen denotes, that is the end of the predictions segment. As always, if you uh, if you listeners or watchers want to uh, challenge either myself or uh, more importantly, Mister Williams, <laughs> you know, there's a Brent there's a Brentford game in there. Uh, I'd, I'd be getting your house on whatever uh, whatever Paul's put down. Um, <laughs> In fact, while you were looking it up, I actually did just put the house on uh, on on your prediction for that. Um, so, last week's in the books. The prediction is actually physically in the book, um, which brings us swiftly on to uh, what some in the business would call any other business. Do you have anything uh, anything else, sir? Um. Yeah, it, it sort of relates to the, the actual Borough games, to be fair. So, oh, you did say you had something. Yes, yeah, sorry. In, in, the, in the game on Sunday against Blackburn, uh, very much different to how they'd started the game against Birmingham the week prior, they actually started quite up-tempo. They were, at, they were at it straight away. They were pressing. They were you know, putting Blackburn on the back foot. And then this happened. That was me. There was a ball played into the back post. Uh, Dale Fry went up for a header. And uh, um, uh, he managed to get I don't, caught in the face. Uh, I don't. I uh, don't. By an errant boot by uh, the Blackburn defender Jared Branthwaite. Um, and this was the upshot. Oof. Is that Stitches? That Stitches. Oh, I, I, I don't like like those those headers like where everybody's close in and like everything's in the box and stuff. It's just it's just a recipe for concussions. People getting knocked out. People losing limbs and teeth and all sorts. But it's just uh um, well, hopefully he's um, he, he's feeling somewhat better at this point in time. Nearly a week, 
down the line um, and hopefully makes a speedy recovery. I hate stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the, 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 the upshot of it was that obviously he had to go off injured as he'd mm. almost lost an eyeball. Mm. Um, however, even though the, uh, the occurrence took place in the penalty area, the no. referee did not give a penalty even though the player's gone off with basically his face bleeding and you could see that there was a high foot from the defender. So it just sparked the conversation of, like, if that occurs anywhere else on the pitch, it's an automatic free kick and probably a sending off for the, for the player with the high foot, for the dangerous play. So, yeah. Roughing the passer, five-yard penalty, isn't it? That's, uh, I mean, that, that's uh, that, that's poor, uh, that's poor refing, really. Um, so, I have some other business, and it's actual business. It's like you know, I need to put a, a shirt, a tie, jacket, pocket square. So. I'm throwing this over the, over the airwaves to you, and in between me and you, there's all these lovely people that are watching and listening and talking. Back in the day, and this was something I was I was looking for um, the scores on my phone, which I would normally use um, iPad or other things, and I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling through all of the multitude of open web pages that I have on my phone. And I scroll past one, and I was like. How can we incorporate that? So back in the day, many moons ago, there used to be this thing called a quiz where Mr. Williams would, um, well, in a, in, a, in a superhero world, there's that bit in that uh, Avengers film where Hulkbuster's just punching Hulk in the face repeatedly, just non-stop. It was a lot like that uh, to, uh, to, to somebody else. So I was like, oh, you know, we need a, we need like a quiz system. We need like a like a one man quiz. Because I mean, you know, what you 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 and me do a quiz. It's like it's going to be that bit from Family Guy, isn't it? What's a what color is a red fire engine? I want to say who. I want to say what. Um, but I was like. Is there a way that we can do a beat the jock? Is there a way that we can get people to send us like insanely difficult football related questions and see if somebody can beat the jock? So, as it sounds at this point in time, I will attempt to go out into the world and find the hardest football questions known to humankind and then you know be proven be proven wrong on that front uh but i'd like to open this up to the floor i'd like to say if anybody out there wants to send an email a social media post a tweet anything that just says next time you're on Ask Mr. Williams this and see if he knows. Then uh, the the door's open. The communication door is open. We are open for business. So uh, in future, if you want to beat the jock, let us know. 
And until then, I'll attempt to find the, the, the deepest, darkest depths of the football knowledge. I'll go onto the football black market and get, uh, get uh, some, uh, some, I don't know, some football rocket launchers. Who knows? Do you have anything else, sir? No, that is it, Andrew. I have no further movement. There we go then. Well, it's been a it's been an absolute roller coaster ride. I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, so until next time, let's thank you for joining me, taking these wonderful people through the muddy, sometimes murky waters of the uh, of the football world. And until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Wow. So there you go. What do you think to that? Can you help? Can you uh, can you find us some uh, some amazing questions about football that you think Paul might not know the answer to? Don't forget, he's a very uh, knowledgeable man, so you'll have to go deep. Yeah. YouTube watchers, do subscribe. And then uh, tell a friend to do the same. Audio listeners, you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever it is you get your podcasts from. So there we go. That's it for this one. Look forward to you to hearing from you soon with your uh, with your questions for Mr. Williams. But until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Bye.